Welcome to the Land Cave, where we are living as nerds. You can like and follow us at facebook.com slash the Land Cave, where we go live each and every Thursday evening for our weekly gaming and nerd podcast, as well as other times throughout the week. If you can't watch us live, that's okay. You can watch the VOD over at youtube.com slash the Land Cave, and you can listen to us on each and every podcast service that exists in the entire world. Now on with the show. Cave, where we're living as nerds. I'm Patrick, joined by Owen. Video games are cool. Yeah. That's what we talk about here. We talk about video games, gaming news, nerd stuff, uh, rant about life, uh, what it's, you know, what it's like to be uh, a person playing video games and also being an adult and I'd say functional adult <laughs> for the most part. Uh, you know, arguable. Yeah. Yeah. I think, we try I think we're pretty functional. Yeah, I think we're pretty functional when it comes to gaming. We break up that stereotype. Uh, we talk about, like I said, the gaming news, talk about nerd news and that sort of thing. Uh, if there's you know, something going on, like we talked about the Batman movie, uh, Star Wars, we're probably talking about some Star Wars because that's what happens. Um, but uh, yeah, how have you been? What have you been, uh, you've been playing some Elden Ring? What have you been doing? It's the Elden Ring I'm playing. I don't have time <laughs> for anything else. It's... Uh... I will say so. Level seventy-two now. Uh, Ten at levels 40, higher. Than 40, yeah. I think one, I want to say like forty-two, forty-three hours uh, into the game. I just passed a thing that I think probably could have been done like twenty or thirty levels ago if I was a good player. Um, but what I am starting to see is some of the faults. Yep. of the game still a great game still probably one of the best games ever um but i'm starting to see some repetitiveness like if you're looking at the screen right now as far as the video goes there's this boat looking world boss that you can find well i've found two or three of them now yep. uh, and they don't do anything different um yep. that you get like different items for killing them in the different areas i beat i don't know six or seven of these trees that have the same exact move set i beat two or three of these cat statues that have the same moveset with a couple of, of different differences. So in terms of the world side of things, there is some repetitive nature going on. Now, is that a problem necessarily? No, because I would say most people probably aren't ever going to see them all. Um, it's because I am taking the attitude of I'm going to purposely try and stay 20 or 30 levels above where I'm supposed to. People might think that sounds like a lot. It's really not. When you level up, you literally get plus one to one stat. So mm -hmm. it, just in case you weren't aware. So it's not like I'm like truly over level, but I'm trying to keep my stats in a above where the game thinks yeah. I should be so that I can keep a level of not not easiness because it's still not easy even this last boss where i'm definitely over leveled for it it took me three times to to beat it because i still have to dodge you still yeah. have to dodge and you still have to potion at the right times and and i'm not the best at that but i took it down and uh, you know i'm happy about that so seeing the repetitiveness is like a thing where it's like could they have fixed that 
and tried to maybe make the world maybe just a little bit smaller possibly but on the flip side there was like one of these tree bosses that i killed where it was stupidly easy but i got like seventy thousand more runes than i normally would killing the exact same tree boss in the lesser world where i got like six thousand runes so yeah you can keep bringing the, the same bosses at me and keep upping the amount of coinage <laughs> that you give me for them that's absolutely fine with me yeah. um but you know just like a little a little chink in the elden ring armor mm-hmm. of maybe there are some things where like they got stretched thin and started reusing some some yeah. stuff i mean we're talking about uh, i didn't look at the the total number of bosses but there are there's you know, 99 I, the last i checked okay i was gonna guess around 100 um and you know let's say you know 12 or uh 20 we'll call 25 of those are like very story specific i haven't seen those reused but yeah i've seen a lot of 120 okay uh so let's say 20 of those are very story specific and very unique there's some reuse uh in there other than that uh including i don't know if you've done um i'll just say like uh the tree sentinel uh character model is reused at at some point um and the the other uh the boss that that guy too oh you beat that guy okay so that guy um you know obviously i beat the first one i didn't beat i don't know if i beat the the okay Uh, i don't know if i don't know if you did yet well i don't want to spoil anything but like uh it was um it was definitely a different fight I mean, they did. They just used the same character model. I think that's what you know. What you're kind of getting at. I yeah. I don't know if I'd call it cutting corners, but kind of uh, when you have the same character model and some of the same attacks. Uh, when it comes to like the um, uh, what is it? Actually, I think the the ancestor. Sorry, the ancestor um, boss, ancestor spirit does like a kick from behind, like a horse kick. And yeah. there's an and I can't remember if the tree spirit does that that this boss did. So yeah, some some bits of, of reuse, but I'm I'm still really enjoying it. Um, I am I definitely need to level because I'm taking considerably more times than you uh, to beat a boss, and I think that I'm doing okay in my playthrough, but I'm dying too easily. Where uh, the latest boss? If, are you cool if I show a, uh, a boss on here that you? may or may not have gone to or do you want you know, do you want to go in the dark I'm, okay okay so uh i'll just be i'll be if the audience cares it. you can look away just yeah, don't name it, it i guess yeah this is uh this is a boss later on that um most of the attacks did not one shot me but there are there is a specific attack or two that he does that is if you don't dodge you're dead and that bothered me uh and i've got i think i now have 20 vigor did you see how much it hit you for? I didn't check. No, you I only have twenty. Oh, okay, I only have twenty vigor. So I think I'm at been... twenty seven or twenty eight. Okay, so and see that's where I'm like I know I need to up my vigor as a melee character. I I'm more in the fray than you are. Uh, some people do the glass cannon thing. This character is obviously not a glass cannon, but um, yeah, I I have to get closer up. And by the way, this was me summoning someone to who was helping me, and that guy uh, was kind of kiting him to the point where I, I was chasing a lot, but environmental stuff, you know, staying away from that was um, uh, a little irritating, uh, but not too terrible. Uh, but sometimes there's a couple um, attacks that he does that one shot me. So you see there, like I lost almost all my health with one hit. Uh, and I think that's the weaker of his hits. 
So definitely need to increase that. And I'm only level, I think I, right here, I think, what, you said you're level, what, 62? 72. 72. I think, I think that I'm 60 right now uh, in this, in this video. And I'm a little ahead of you. Um, this guy is, uh, if we want to call it like two main bosses. Have you gone up to the upper left yet? Uh, yeah, that, this is after the upper left. So okay. I've gone to the upper left. Um, there's a boss there. Uh, and then mm -hmm. they, they point you in a couple different directions. This is going to the, uh, the plateau. Uh, it's one of the ways you can so get you took, to the plateau. You took the lift? I took the lift, yeah. yeah. So it's okay. one of the ways you can do the lift. So I took it and got the sight of grace. Then I'm going to go back and do the other thing that... Um, that you and I were talking about. Uh, again, not trying to spoil, but there's another way you can get up to the Atlas Plateau. I want to do it just to do it because I want to see it. want to see where it drops me off. Well, yeah. Right now I, I'm in the manor because I took that, I took that, that death route, which is a really like crazy concept, by the way. Like I obviously mm. never would have figured this out. Right. Like, so do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah, yeah. How you get there. Mm -hmm. So it's, I won't explain everything to, again, for spoiler's sake, but it's just totally like a Souls-like thing to me to, one, how you get there. One, how you get there. Mm -hmm. There's like three different places that you could probably jump off as you're yeah. riding down. But no, you're supposed to take it all the way down to the bottom. And then after that, you're going to fight and you might be able to kill that thing, but it's supposed to kill you. And you're going to lose your runes doing it because you're in not going to come back way. there. Yeah, it's supposed yeah. to kill you in a specific way, yeah. And so it's supposed to kill you. When it kills you, you wake up in another area. How crazy yeah. is that? What kind of crazy, yeah. cool mechanic is that? Now, the place where I'm now in is very dangerous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so I have a feeling you... that I'm about to fight something based on what I'm seeing, like, people right on the ground. I'm like, oh, am I about to fight this thing? And I I don't know if you know what you fight down there or not. I don't. I don't. Okay. Um, but I was going to ask, so... You and I are both going, we're not going blind uh, in, when it comes to our playthrough, um, but uh, you and I, in the way that we're, that we're playing, we are kind of getting some hints or looking up like, hey, how do I do this to make sure we don't miss anything? Um, so it's, did, did you see the dialogue or hear the dialogue that told you how to do that? Because there's an NPC that tells you or talks about it. Did you? I don't know if you ran into patches and he he described. I only talked to I've only talked to him once. Okay, so when patches like describes it. Okay, patches yeah. is in the middle of the of uh, was it Lumeria whatever the lake area. He's in the middle on one of the islands, and yeah. uh, he describes it, and like he's like, yeah, I've heard that if this you know if this happens, then uh, you know uh, you basically straight up describes if you can get underneath uh, underneath the water well and let this thing capture you you'll you'll be thrown at the heart of the earth trees i think is how he describes it um so he doesn't straight up say the place that you're you're coming but he's basically saying if you do this thing you'll end up somewhere else and there's a lot of little things like that that um that people missed i missed some of them and like you know there you go like you missed it which I think that's one of the reasons why some people um, are upset by the by the game. So that's not supposed to be planned. Um, that's for later. That's for later. Um, 
I think that's why some of the people have been like upset about um, about some of the way that Elden Ring works is the way it's the same way that uh, a lot of the um, a lot of the uh, the Dark Souls games work is you may miss stuff you may miss uh, character arcs you may miss um, uh, lore and in this case like a little you know little hidden way to do it that they did put in the game um, like did you did you see the giant turtle did you find that dude mm -mm. okay so the giant turtle tells you about uh, the academy boss that you that you took down uh, with the egg like he yeah. he talks about that character and why she's doing what she's doing um, and that you know if you're not see if you're not talking to every NPC you could miss that you're still enjoying the game but you know I think that's one of the things that I like about the Dark Souls games is you don't have to do everything to enjoy it um, but there are things you can easily miss if you you know if you're not scouring like every single you know avenue but mm -hmm. yeah I'm glad you're still you're still uh, in, enjoying it um, I'm gonna I'm I, I told you I'm probably gonna end up platinum this um, I I'm I'm really enjoying it. I'm I'm liking the story and uh, yeah, it's it's cool stuff. And you had a you had a cool battle that I missed. So even your I'm going through like a list of stuff, but you battled uh, with uh, what's her face? Nef is it Nephil? I can't oh, remember yeah. her name. Yeah, you you had a battle. I, I've that, been like, saying it. I've been calling Nefali. Nefali. Like okay. I, yeah, I didn't have it in front of me, but um, yeah, I I I killed the boss before I had the dialogue with her. So I didn't get yeah. to do what you did. So it's you know even even though I'm kind of following guides, uh, I'm still missing some things. But yeah, it's it's a pretty good game. It's just one of the ones I haven't looked up, and I just happened to run into her. And I'm like, oh, you're cool. And then I looked up. There's two other quest lines that I've definitely like looked up. Okay. And then the knowing parts about those quest lines is like how much you have to progress the game to progress that quest line. And then I yeah. know that you can mess it up or not mess it up, but like the quest line can be ended if you don't hit it at the right time and not knowing where those characters are that sometimes gets a little frustrating for yeah. me so there's there's the dude from the beginning of the game and yeah you know i gotta soak a rag in something and then like to get to that i'll I'm give not, you a tip like, on that by the way. i'm not Sorry, right guys. there i'm yeah. not there i guess i know a place to get it done i know two places to get it done i could go back to the beginning yep uh yep. That's what I, I just do. don't. I don't know if I can take that boss. I don't know how hard that boss was supposed to be. Honestly, it was my first try. Um, okay. go, going back there it was my first try taking it down. So I don't think it'll be too bad for you. Um, yeah, the uh, what is it? The four bell. Throw fireballs at it. Yeah, basically, uh, throw fireballs at it and dodge like crazy when it does its like crazy, choppy chop uh, attack. Um, yeah, I took it down. I think I'm pretty sure it was the first. Oh, sorry, second try. Uh, second try on that. Um, but yeah, that's the way to, to definitely do that that quest. Um, that that one, um, I don't know if too many ways to botch that one, but there's a couple NPC quests that like, depending on how far you get, if you get to certain a certain spot, you can't go any further with another NPC. Like you have to progress their storyline forward and then like do another thing because if you do it too soon, like they'll you'll miss out on like. Uh, a good amount of their stuff uh roger and uh roger's quest is like that um but yeah anyways we talk about things other than elden ring we're just both enjoying elden ring right now and uh if you're not uh i'd say i'd say check it out believe the hype it's it's pretty good it's pretty good what yeah. 
what I'm hoping is pretty good is that Hogwarts Legacy. What'd you think about the? Uh, it looks good. Yeah, yeah. I uh, impressed. I was not yeah. expecting to be impressed, and it was impressive. The the thing that I wonder is is it too good to be true? Like they showed some gameplay. The gameplay looked fun. The combat looked fun. But was that just like the pe the slice of pie that they were showing me? Is the combat actually going to be as fun as it looks? If it is, this game's like in the eights for sure. Yeah. Like talking to 85, 86, 87, gonna sell millions and millions of copies. It's probably already gonna sell millions of copies anyway. Yeah. It's ambitious but as heck. I mean, in my opinion. It's it like, was very surprising. Yeah. Yeah. There the I liked the I liked the combat. Hopefully the combat is is as good as it looks. Um the amount of, I mean, the story. The story uh, looks interesting. Uh, the the character, you know, voice acting uh, is good for what we've seen. But the amount of different um, things you can do um, really surprised me. Like I thought I understood. Okay, this is all the things that we're going to be doing in the game, and then they're then they bring up like another. Uh, aspect like the um, the room of requirements or, or other other things that I'm like, oh that's cool. And then 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 oh by the way you'll be able to, I think you build like a hut and you can like plant things. And I'm like it's just like oh wait there's more. Oh wait there's more. And I almost felt like that was almost too ambitious because if it was a good solid Hogwarts game with a good story with good combat that had like you know oh there's a potion mini game and there's a this and there's like that would make sense but it seemed like they there's so much in here it's so dense um in the amounts of uh of different things that they're tackling i feel like it's almost too ambitious it reminded me of fable when they talked about fable and fable 2 um before those games came out because we're that old but like those games yeah. they 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 promised the moon and when you when you actually played the game what you got was a was either it wasn't in the game or it was a very truncated version of that um that's my my fear on this uh, i think it i think it looks i think it looks good enough when it comes to graphics uh, i'm not going to nitpick the graphics on this the overall um the overall game to me looked looked really great and then for a what 20 plus minute uh, or around 20 minute long like feature uh, I definitely was seeing like this is not this is not um, uh, you know what, what's it's not CG CGI like this is all in game um, yeah they showed and, enough like actual walking yeah, around yeah that I, I I felt like I got a got a feel of what the game is going to look like and be like like that that they just showed totally cutscene this is in engine i can totally see that as i could have uh control of the character at that point um yeah i'm i'm gonna get it this is it, it unless I'm, unless i'm still waiting come out. but you're still waiting yeah, yeah. i'm still waiting I'm, like you know unless they show me a sweet steel book because that's all it takes <laughs> apparently that's all it takes <laughs> when someone sends sends you a sweet uh steel book uh link the, Still waiting on my uh, my Stranger of the Paradise Pass, but I just got the shipping notification for it. Yeah, same, same. Uh, I'm waiting for mine. Mine was a pickup uh, at Best Buy, and they still don't have it there. So I'm guessing that they uh, uh, they didn't get enough of them. So I was one of the ones that didn't get it because I didn't get the I didn't get the ooh no we're delayed like we're still preparing it until that morning. So I have a feeling that like they didn't get as many as they expected at that store, um, but. 
I, I'm not playing the game. I'm busy playing Elden Ring. Um, but I did install it just so it's ready if I decide to jump in and try some Strangers of Paradise. But I feel like after this one, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need like a little Souls cleanser. Yeah, I'll probably go. I have. I think I have like Guardians of the Galaxy on deck. That'd be Um, fun. That's probably that's kind of what I was thinking. Whenever I'm finally done with this game, you know, I also heard uh, from the reviews today for Kirby that which Kirby actually reviewed pretty well. I think it's had like an 85, so good for Kirby. Probably going to be the highest selling Kirby of all time, uh, which. Kirby doesn't traditionally sell that well. I think the highest selling one right now is like five million, and I think it's going to beat that easy just by being on Switch. Yeah. Um, but apparently it has a tethered co-op, so probably not a fun co-op for like you and the wife per se. But in terms of a thing where it always focuses on Kirby and you got your little tail sidekick going on, yeah. I thought maybe I get I get the kid, I get I slip the kid a little Joy-Con and put that in his hands, let him jump around as the little dude with the spear. Yeah and me be Kirby, so that might also be something in the near future. See if I can get him interested in playing with a peripheral as opposed to the touchscreen, because he plays yeah. a lot of touchscreen games right now, and he's actually pretty decent at some of them. He yeah. he doesn't he does everything by memorization. He doesn't actually understand what he's doing. He's only yeah. two. But he has a great memory for it, so if he remembers, like, I'm supposed to jump here, then he'll jump there, or, or whatever. But in this case what I saw is that like if his, the, the secondary character falls off, mm-hmm. it just comes back to you next to Kirby. And so I could okay. just play the game and maybe yeah. he could just be sitting there playing. And if he gets bored, then I just, yeah. you know, disconnect it off and keep playing it. So I'm, I am now intending to buy it. That was what I was waiting on was to kind of hear, is it easy co-op or not? Mm-hmm. And with that kind of easy co-op, then I'm, I'm interested. Yeah. Hopefully he, you know, hopefully this is, you know, this is, you know, baby's first peripheral, as you said, like this is his, uh, his um, jump into actually using a controller and seeing the motion uh, uh, and how that translates onto the character on screen. So that's really cool. Yeah. Hopefully that's uh, as easy as, uh, as the reviews make it when it comes to uh, his play. Yeah. That's cool. Um, yeah. Speaking of Switch, do you see that uh, the Nintendo Switch now allows for folders, groups? As yeah, but in the most Nintendo way possible. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Where you can't put the folder on the main screen. So, one, it takes them forever to do folders, which they had folders on the DS. Like, if you look, yeah. have you, I don't know if you have like yeah. looked at the DS recently, but you can like zoom out, put everything on folders, put the folders exactly at like My the front got them, or the yeah. back. Uh, the Vita has folders, and so it takes forever for the Switch to have folders, and then they stick it to where you have to slide all the way to the right. I know you can like just quick get to the right to yeah. do that, but cool that it has it at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just let me put it at the front? <laughs> yeah. Or where so I want. <laughs> I did hear some people saying like that that uh, they thought the decision may have been to reduce uh, the start time. So the actual startup for the switch to getting into, uh, you know, going from a from a uh, you know in standby mode to to f- playing, but to me, uh, I think you can get you can get around that by just having a little groups like not have you don't even have to have all the groups like if you say I want to have groups, putting the groups into its own folder, 
you click on that from the start, start screen and it brings you here, that would save you like two or three steps. Um, so anything in there, and if you were playing anything in there that's just on your recent screen, that would fix it. But yeah, you're right. It's the Nintendo way of doing it. Wait five years and do it in a clunky way that more people will not use than will use. Yeah. No I just fun. hear like a ding. Yeah, it was me. That was me. I usually okay. my my do not disturb schedule didn't kick on. I've got a do okay. not disturb like, schedule. But yeah, it was me. Um, yeah, I've got a schedule on my phone that's supposed to hit on do not disturb, and apparently it didn't. So apologies. But uh, yeah, most Nintendo way of doing this. Uh, and then also speaking of Nintendo ways of uh, of doing things, uh, Nintendo's Wii and DSi shops have been shut down. Um, that's pretty old, I know, uh, but even if you had purchased something, you cannot re-download uh, a game that you've that you've previously purchased on the Wii at this time. Um, we knew we knew that it's an inevitability at some point. I mean, this is two generations back. This is the Wii, this is Nintendo's first um, storefront that they had, first digital storefront. In my uh, memory serves me correctly um it's aside from steam aside from, yeah um so it's it, i feel like part of it's an inevitability and i think the the irritants out of most people on this is you lose access to games that you purchased digitally so if you didn't download them you can't re-download them and there isn't a way currently to get in here and like purchase like, if I want to purchase those games on my Switch, I can't right now. Uh, Robert in the comments, physical media for the win, yeah. Um, if you purchased something digitally yep. and you didn't download, you're, you're out of luck. Um, and if it was, um, if this was Xbox, right? Which I think Xbox has already technically done this, but if Nintendo allowed you to grab these games easily on the Switch, then I don't think this would be as big of a problem. But, you know, it's, uh, it's a problem because Nintendo is shutting off access to not only something you bought, but something you can't buy on their new platform. So it's not even like pay me again for it. It's we want you on a subscription model and we'll let you know if you can play that game on the Netflix of gaming that we have. So that's annoying to me. I would, say, I would definitely say, like, Microsoft is... You know, I mean, I understand like PC players are like, ha, you know, because yeah. they haven't had to deal with this in forever. And that's because a system like Steam has been around. But like, aside from Steam, like there's times where I'm like, I wouldn't necessarily want to buy something on GOG or on Epic Game Store necessarily because you don't know if those are around. I think Steam has like earned that clout yeah. to where you just expect Steam to exist in perpetuity. But Whenever it comes to something like the Xbox, though, you know, this is supposedly that generation. They've put, especially Microsoft, has put a lot into getting everything that's as backward compatible as they can. And theoretically, that means that now they've gotten their entire Xbox list, they've gotten their entire 360 list, I think. And those games are now those games, and there's not going to be any more. And then Xbox One is fully on series. So you they're at least showing all the signs yeah. that they are now, you know, they know that this is necessary if they want to have this because they definitely are anti-physical media. Like Xbox physical sales are like nothing. 
Yeah. Nobody yeah. cares. Xbox fans don't care. Like, they care about the cool consoles. Like, people get the cool-looking, like, Series X. Like, that Halo yep. Series X is dope. I wanted it. I almost was like, I'll trade my Xbox in. I, <laughs> I considered doing it, yeah. taking, like, a 60 or $70 loss just to have the cooler-looking Xbox. Um, one that would actually, like, get displayed on my shelf, maybe. Uh, yeah. But, you know, PlayStation and Switch definitely have something different going for it uh, in terms of they they clearly show and the things like i know best buy is the one doing it as opposed to sony but best buy has to probably pay something to yeah. get that ability to manufacture those steel books but i'm now I'm, I'm ordering a lot more games from best buy because they give me a little something extra and i have mm-hmm. the disc but you're also seeing things like halo halo did have a steel book but that disc has nothing on it it's a license yep. you have to yep. download the game from it doesn't even have the install file on the disc and that's really annoying <laughs> which is which uh, is what pc like i haven't bought a pc game in forever but the last time that i bought a pc game uh that's what it ended up it ended up being a steam code inside the box so i was buying a box and it didn't even have a disc in in the uh in the box because pcs moved you know moved past that um uh, sorry, real quick, because you mentioned uh, you mentioned cool Xbox stuff, and this is a quick aside because I didn't put this in our stuff. But did you see this? Did you see the Sonic uh, limited edition, or does it? No, it's a it's like a um, it's a contest that you can win to get this Sonic Series S and these fuzzy controllers. No, did you see? <laughs> I didn't even see the fuzzy controllers. These are these are the fuzzy Xbox controllers. I'm gonna zoom in because um, this is some this is some '70s shag carpet stuff right here. Uh, whoop, yeah, so these are literally hairy, hairy controllers um, of uh, Sonic, Sonic and Knuckles. Uh, uh, literally hairy controllers. Um, I'm gonna enter into it's it. It's funny. It's funny. I'm never going to... If I want it, I would never use it. It's ridiculous. I don't know... I don't know who thought this would be a good idea, but it's definitely a funny collector's item. It's, um, it's funny. If you can get it on the wall, like, if I, that, that's a cool That's a cool thing to just be like... And people will be like, what the heck is that? Like, do you have, like, some kind of weird Furby up there? Like, no, it's a controller. It's a controller. That's you never, exactly you mean you never had a fur, you never You never had a furry controller before? It's funny. Yeah. Dude, it's so it's so soft, you know. You know, other controllers are just so abrasive in your hands. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I was already gonna see the movie at some point. I don't necessarily know if I'm gonna go see it in theaters, but uh, I'm gonna enter into. I'm gonna have to look and see how I enter into the contest because if I have to see the movie in theaters, I may I may do that just to enter into the contest because that's ridiculous. Um, and I only want it just to have it. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't want to use it, but um, that's selfish of me. But oh well. Um, oh, so did you see that PlayStation outage earlier today? I did. I think I'm yeah. the one that like called it out. But you actually experienced it because you get you get some of your gaming done in the morning, mm-hmm. and of course we have our consoles turned on to the thing where it updates overnight. So it's not like I had any option to. <laughs> uh to uh turn it down or not so but by the time i checked it out during my lunch break i didn't have any problems getting online yep. so between those hours but it is weird when you see like an update just 
totally break it. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, and thankfully, you know, thankfully it fixed. Uh, they fixed it very quickly, and you know, out of all the times that you could have that uh, break, this definitely wasn't at peak. I mean, I join, so I wake up uh, and I play. You know, I get maybe half an hour in before work, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't connect at all, obviously, but. Usually during that time, it's really rare, if at all, that I can get anyone to, uh, I can get summon anyone because there aren't as many people playing, so there aren't as many summoning signs. Um, so it's not like I relied on that time frame to, to play. So what I mean is out of any time for them to break them themselves, this was the time to do it early morning and fix it by afternoon because by the time the UK and, and those people are, uh, you know, and they're afternoon evening uh, or whatever it was already fixed for them um so if if they experienced it i don't i don't know if this was regional i didn't take i didn't uh see or i saw some people saying that it worked fine uh on on there but i don't know i may have i may have missed that um but long story short at least it was it was brief but i will say um i i have a pet peeve when i see an error message um, when I see an error message that makes it seem like it's not their fault and it's your fault, um, the, this error message wasn't bad, but it was kind of worded where it's like, Hey, I can't connect. I can't connect to the PlayStation network. Make sure you're connected to, to online. Um, and then retry that wasn't that bad, but sometimes it's straight up, uh, you know, your internet, you know, I can't connect to the internet and it's like, no, you can connect to the internet. Um, yeah, some of the error phrasing I, I get irritated by. This one, like I said, wasn't bad, but sometimes they're basically like blaming your inner your internet connection. Like your internet connection's not fast enough. Yes, it is. It's like there's something going on in between. Um, but yeah, uh, it it didn't knock me down too far or anything. So yeah, yeah, could be worse. Could be worse. So um, it's not like the outage of like 07 or whatever it was. 07? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was 07 or it's been a long 08. time. Yeah, it was 07 or 08. I can't remember when that was because that was, I think, two days or more, if I'm not mistaken. But you know, for gamers, that's a that's that's a ridiculous amount of time, and that's before streaming was near as prominent as it is now. Can you imagine streamers not being able to uh, not being able to stream their multiplayer games? That would uh, not be so good. Not be so good. Yeah. Uh, what'd you think about a uh, Suicide Squad delay? Uh, this game is not gonna be good, but that's fun. Uh, <laughs> I don't. I mean, I have no hope for this game. It's a thing of uh, it's just it's gotten delayed for the last two years, and that doesn't. I'm not telling anybody to release the game. That's not what I mean by that. It's just if you have that kind of development cycle, I have a hard time thinking it's going to be anything better yeah. than average. So I think it's got, you know, sevens all over it. And I think that that's probably still going to be a fun time because it's the Suicide Squad. Yeah. Um, I think it's going to be fun. I think it's funny that the Rocksteady Rock Steady game is the one that I'm not looking forward to. And the Gotham Knights game is the one that I am looking forward to. Out of the two of those. Uh, that one does look fun. I, I'm, I'm still waiting for it to come out. It The... the Wait, which one are you talking about again? Sorry, uh, sorry, uh, Gotham Knights. So the multiplayer. That's not Rocksteady. No, no, no. This is Rocksteady. 
This is right. Okay. This is Rock Sorry. Steady. I'm saying the 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 company I would expect like to really want before I even saw it, I would have guessed that this is the game that I would be wanting to play, and it's not. Is what I meant. Sorry. Um, I'm actually leaning towards the game that's not being made by Rocksteady. I can't remember who's doing Gotham Knights. Um, um I want to say um, WB. It's not Montreal. Uh, yeah, it is Montreal. Okay. Hey. So de- yeah, so WB Montreal. Um, yeah, it's it's not the developer that I expected to be. If I was rooting for one of those two, or if I um, was anticipating one of those games uh, from one of those developers, I didn't expect it to be WB Montreal. No offense to WB Montreal, but Rock, I would have expected Rocksteady to be the one that I'd be wanting. Um, I'm still looking forward to it. Um, Gotham Knights, by the way, comes out October 25th this year. So at least supposedly, supposedly. <laughs> so so that may delay it. So maybe I'll play both. Maybe I'll play Gotham Knights. And then I'll jump into this, depending on you know how how the rest of my uh, my backlog is. Honestly, around then, uh, as long as I'm not still playing Elden Ring, uh, yeah. I'll probably be done by then. I'm most assured to be done. There's no way I can make this last. Like, <laughs> we're going on like a month now, and yeah. you can tell where my gaming's at because like I'm only forty something hours in, whereas like a forty hour like for example, I beat. Final Fantasy VII Remake in 50 hours, and that was, like, inside of, like, two weeks. And so my game time has obviously gone considerably down. But around August, I know we... I don't think we put that that one in here, but I sent you the gameplay vid for Forspoken. That game looks dope. (laughs) That game looks fun to play. I don't know what's going on with the story necessarily, but if the combat... It's one of those things where if it plays as good as it looks like it plays, Forspoken is going to be a fun time. And somebody made a, a point about the story where they're like, "I just is this like connected to the story at all? Like, like what's going on, or is it literally just a thing that's like fun to play?" And I and I came up with the point today. I was like, "If Elden Ring has taught me anything in the, in the last month, mm-hmm. story isn't the most important thing. There's some lore going on in Elden Ring. Like there is this story that you can uncover, but like I don't know what it is. I have no idea what's going on in Elden Ring. I I cared about like that one little story quest that I found, and I care about like what's going on with the folly just because she's mm-hmm. a bad B. But overall, I really don't care about." taking the Elden Ring like that's not important to me I'm just exploring and playing the game so Forspoken was another game where you just run around and play and yeah. fight stuff I'm I'm here for it yeah I think I think Elden Ring has just enough uh the gameplay is good enough that they can uh really slow roll you when it comes to story and you have just enough to kind of keep you interested and keep you curious about what's going on um I, I hope I, I think that Forspoken is probably going to have more story to it, but yeah, I, I don't know how much is going to be connected to how much of what you're playing is is organically connected to the story that they're that they're uh, telling. That's kind of a question because Elden Ring it does all kind of make sense um, in regards to like oh there's a you know all of these uh, enemies make sense to be in this academy that are all magic users that kind of thing. Um, so hopefully, yeah, Forspoken is not too uh, disjointed on that. I thought I downloaded a video, but I didn't. Um, I, I'm. It's all good. I, I'm probably going to be playing that game though. That's that's. Uh, you said November. Uh, I think it got delayed to 
October, I want to say like 11th? October 11th. Gotcha. Yeah, I've uh, I've downloaded the video now so I can pop it on here if we want. But I think that, um, yeah, I think that's that's a game I was going to play um, as soon as they showed the first trailer and I could see the mix of um, it coming from your protagonist being a uh, being from like you know from our world if you will and being transported in there and the whole king kid and king arthur's court like aspect to it i was like yeah i'm 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 cool with that like i will enjoy um that fish out of water tale yeah so i was and probably I gonna the, play I like the, this i like the traversal aspect to, of it too it reminds me a lot of infamous whenever mm-hmm. i look at it so like that yeah. superhero aspect and then this is the team that I know a lot of people really don't like this game, but I enjoy this game quite a bit. It's not like my like favorite game in the world, but this is the team. This is their second game. Their first game mm-hmm. was Final Fantasy 15. And so that's where another like thing of like, is the story going to be great? But I will say that according to what we saw with um, uh, the Royal Edition of Final Fantasy 15, they did end up piecing together like yeah. some story action in there. So hopefully they just kind of do that right from the beginning but i know that they can deliver on how cool a world can look and in this in this case a totally different way of traversing like in that one you had a car that you drove around and like that car was fun just to roll around with the boys yeah Uh, Yeah. but this one you're like zipping and and zooming around like kind of like an on the ground spider-man so uh lots of reasons to be excited uh about that game after seeing it some more and i'm glad one of those few times where I'm like, I'm glad it got delayed because originally it was supposed to come out in May and I'm just, I'm too full on, on stuff right now. I have like three or four games just waiting in the awning uh, to, to offing, awning, offing, awning, awning, waiting. Yeah. Double check that. In the, the wings. Offing. Yeah. I, Waiting I'm, within the area of the sea known as the offing, at a considerable distance from land, but visible from the shore. Ah, the there you offing go. So with the offing. Fs. Okay. Yeah. I, I, Learn something I was there, thinking, kids. Yeah, I was thinking the wings, like the uh, in the theater, waiting in the wings, the theater of uh, in the stage. But uh, yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm in a similar situation because you know we're both di- we're both deep into Elden Ring. Um, I imagine you're gonna end up beating it unless. I don't know, unless you get really tired of it. Um, I'm probably going to... It really would take, like, a boss that, like, upsets me. Like, because I know that some people were saying you can level all you want and there's still some bosses that still can one-shot you. And so that kind of depends. But I am going to be using summons the whole way as long as the game lets me. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I haven't had... I haven't beaten anything where I summoned friends to do it. I am trying to beat it, like, quote, quote, solo. But with the tools that the game gets me... But if I came across that, then I probably would. Okay, I I Summon. have we'll been see. summoning. I've been summoning randos to to come help because oh. I don't yeah, I don't mind. Um, oh, you don't have FP either, so. Yeah, yeah, I don't have. I I have some. I think I've got seventy seven FP. I think mm. is my. That's enough so, for one of the dudes. I'm using one of the the big. Uh, I forgot his name. He's the. It's a big summon with uh, arrows. Um, I can't remember the the guys. You get him from the underground. Yeah, 
yeah yeah um he's he's been great i i boosted him um but mm. yeah my choices basically are anything under i'm not going to put a bunch of uh points into it so basically under 80 or 85 is what i'm looking at um and thankfully when you when you level them up they don't use more fp but yeah i i summon people to help me because my summons aren't as strong um yeah and i and i get hit a little harder so gotta gotta bring them in sometimes um Oh yeah, we uh, we had one more bit to talk. Sorry, were you gonna say something? Uh. Uh-uh. Oh, okay. I was say we had one more little bit of news that just came in. Uh, new Witcher game announced. Um, they didn't say Witcher Four. They just said a new. So- they said a the next Witcher game. They didn't say um, Witcher Four. Um, I just want to point that out because people are saying, "Oh, Witcher Four announced." We don't know if it's necessarily Witcher Four. But they, they did say a new saga begins, which leads me to believe it is Witcher 4 or a new... It's not attached to Witcher 3, and this is going to be an Unreal 5, so I'm happy about that. Unreal 5, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so happy about that. I just wanted to preface it, be like, I'm not going to say Witcher 4. It's the next... It's the new Witcher game. No, I think they, they start using colons. I think that numbers um kind of traps you into this thing i think like yeah. some franchises get away with it like final fantasy dragon quest like ease like a lot of these old school rpg franchises fallout um probably still doing it even though they came out with a couple of yeah. kind of off number ones with like 76 as the online one but based on what i read of the like assumptions first of all i don't know anything about the witcher i don't care about the witcher I tried to play The Witcher 3 and it annoyed me, so they would have to make some drastic changes for, for me to not <laughs> to get into this one. But based on this little image, apparently Geralt is from the school of the wolf, and this is not a wolf. It is a cat-looking thing. Okay. Uh, so there are other schools in the lore, mm-hmm. and so this could imply that with the new saga begins that we get a new character from a different school of whatever so if it is like a cat-like creature uh it says the school of the links is therefore a brand okay. new school so i guess it's a lynx according to i would have just gone with cat but yeah if it's specifically a lynx so that tells me it's not gerald um and that's the other reason for it i would say not to be the witcher yeah. 4 it's probably going to be like the witcher whatever and who knows how many people that comes out in like a fins do you get to make your own character are they going to pick a named character that exists that'll be interesting as well that's a that's a heck of a gamble um i mean it could 100 percent work i mean we're sitting here you know talking about oh well you know that's different or you pick a different character do you make your own character um and we've seen with ips like star wars you can you can have a successful game or a successful story you don't have to have a character um you don't have to have it be a skywalker or you know or one of our characters we already know from the previous series or the books uh, it could be something completely different or it could be um i don't know it could be something where like i don't know i don't know if they they didn't say that it's a new they said that it has to do with that uh school but they didn't say new character outright did they because it could be like a uh, I mean, then they just have the new saga, so- like yeah, new saga, the new saga thing, right? It's, so yeah, 
we're, we're speculating, but it could also be like maybe it's a new character and you work a, like and like you play alongside uh, Geralt. Is it Geralt or Gerald? Gerald, right? I don't I know. I didn't watch. I, I watched I like two episodes of the show. So. I watched like three. Geralt? I've... Is it? Is it a? Is it soft, a hard G? Hard G or soft G? Yeah, I don't remember. Um, I liked what I saw of the of the show. I need to. I need to watch the rest of it. Um, oh, sorry. Actually, I finished the first season. Um, second season, I've watched a couple episodes. The, I'll say, especially the second season. There's some really good effects that they did in there that really surprised me in the practical uh, practical effects that then they blend with CGI, which is really cool to see, like, the, the two of those. Um, yeah, it's it's a series that, it's been hard I've, I've tried to read the books I've tried to play the games and it hasn't clicked for me yet I did like, I have liked the series but it hasn't clicked for me like it, it's clicked for other people um, Not as bad as Wheel of Time Wheel of Time, I've not been able to get into I've tried. Watch the first episode. I watched the first two episodes. I've tried to read the books repeatedly. I don't know why it's been hard for me to get into. And I was hoping the Amazon series would like get me into it. But um, I definitely like The Witcher. It'll be interesting to see what this other, um, you know, what this what this other saga is. Um, and I'll be honest, I did look up because I've had I've had trouble getting into some of the gameplay aspects of Witcher because I like the story from what i've seen um i've literally looked up to see like are there mods to the uh to the combat that make it more like a dark souls game <laughs> and there are some that like have changed some of the combat and i'm thinking well, Man, maybe I'll... stuff on my map uh that's that probably that's probably going to stay there i i was thinking more of can i uh can i adjust the combat to be a little bit less like to me it didn't feel as natural i always felt stilted and the Souls games have, uh, in my opinion, more natural um, uh, combat systems where I feel like I'm. I feel like I, I hit the button and I swung. Yeah, sometimes but, uh, weapons take a little bit longer to swing, but I didn't feel in like some I had cases that it's oversensitive, to be yeah. honest. Like because like, where things that I haven't gotten used to still, this mm -hmm. many hours in is hard. Like if you hit that button twice, your character is going to swing twice. And that can be tough. Like, yeah. in, it'll register both inputs before you do it. So, like, I'll really only be trying to hit once. But since I haven't swung yet, I hit the button again to try and swing again. Like, to try and swing the first time. But then that registers both inputs, swings twice. And then, even though I know the character's, the, the enemy's attack pattern, I get hit because I didn't yeah. mean to hit it twice. I really wanted to just swing once. But, like, my character didn't react the way that I thought. So, like, there's there's times where that sensitivity is like kind of off because you're like, I just wanted to swing the once, but you didn't swing the once, but now you swung twice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't, I haven't had that. Well, okay. I haven't had it in that swinging case, but I did have where I tapped my uh, L2. Um, I hit L2 cause I was going to, I wanted to do uh, my ashes of war. And then I, I was like, Oh no. And I tried to dodge and it basically mm. had queued up my ashes attack which caused mm. me to, to like slow swing up to the ashes of war attack and then die. Um, so yeah, I've, I've had similar, similar scenarios on that. It feels like it's, it's like stacking up my attacks and sometimes it doesn't cancel dodging. I, I thought dodging would cancel out 
what it thought I was going to do next, but it didn't. So I was in the middle of a swing, hit L2, and then was like, oh no, I need to dodge. Before I started my animation, I was dodging, but it was like, no, we're doing this first. That did that did kind of bother me. Yeah. Yeah. Still a good game though. Um Jeez. hopefully yeah. We'll see we'll see when the next Witcher game uh ends up coming out. Uh I mean I'm gonna guess this is gonna be a while. Um I don't know. I don't think that they've... I don't know if they've been working on this because I thought CD Projekt Red was working on something that was non-Witcher, non-Cyberpunk, if I'm not mistaken. Um, so if that's... I mean, they just did the like case. Cyberpunk, so it's like hard yeah. not to go back to the well of yeah. what made you rich to begin with. That's true. That's true. It's going to make it's gonna make them money. And I'm, I'm curious because I know that the guy who wrote um, the stories, like, I don't know if you knew about this, like he sold the rights yep. to it for like five or $10,000 or whatever. He's since- Peanuts. Yeah, but, and and the law in that country is like, if you've made a considerable about more profit than expected, then he you can basically renegotiate in post. And that's what he did. So he's been paid out from CD Projekt Red. So my guess is that um, that's going to take into effect the the use for this ne- next game as well. Um, yeah, apparently I mean, he's I, a grumpy dude too. Oh yeah, I. I mean, how old is he? He's. Uh, I mean, I, I was going to guess around Mar- George R. R. Martin's age, is what I was going to guess because I think the Witcher books came out in, like the early '90s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I may be wrong. Wouldn't I may know. be wrong. Never been, never been my, yeah, my thing. I I don't read a lot of fantasy books. I play fantasy games and stuff. Yeah. But I I read Dragonlance as a kid and really enjoyed it. And I read The Hobbit and didn't like Lord of the Rings. And then after I didn't like Lord of the Rings, I was kind of like, you know, fantasy may not be completely for me. Uh, but there's still some some stuff out there that's good. Name of the Wind. I read the first book. Loved mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Uh, wheel of time is just kind of daunting i've never even attempted to try and read the books there's 10 of them i know that much and it's like do i want to commit to reading that many books books there There might be more now uh i know that dude just banked off the highest grossing kickstarter of all time i don't know if you heard about that uh yeah brent sanderson yeah yeah Yeah. um good for him (laughs) yeah i saw that's a self-publishing thing where that's 14 a lot of money. books, by the way. Yeah, 14 books. Um, Sanderson wrote the last three. Yeah, complete. So he completed the last three off of notes. Um, yeah. Uh, Sanders. I mean, some people did uh, didn't like that he did a Kickstarter uh, for his for his book, but you know, it's self publishing. He could have, you know, shopped that around, but he wanted to do it as a. You know, he didn't want to do it through uh, the publisher, I guess. Um, mm-hmm. someone of that fame it's you know that would it's kind of like um, I'm gonna get it wrong but I think it's like Kim Kardashian's hairdresser or something like needed uh, brain surgery recently I don't know if you heard about that uh, so yeah. she put up like a GoFundMe or something for um, for her uh, uh, for her brain surgery and like people are like well like Kim could have paid it or like I think Kim gave some money but like you're thinking I guess it wouldn't be that bad. It would have been more like, um, I don't know, Steven Spielberg saying, I'm going to do my next movie and I want to crowdfund the next movie. Like, you've got money. Like, you can get that money either from yourself or from someone, from other people that you know. Um, You don't have to beg. So, I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. It, the thing that he normally he works with Tor, which is a huge mm-hmm. publisher. Um, and he even said afterwards, because I said from that Kickstarter, I'm like, I would never publish it. I would never use Tor again if I was him. If I can make this much money, publish it myself, work with a printer, and keep more of my money, yeah. I would do it. But he says that he has a good relationship with Tor. This was just like a separate project that he kind of did on his own during COVID and stuff. I can't hate on it for like, how often do you hear about like, other than, you know, you hear about like your rowlings every once in a while, but like how often do you hear of like an author banking this much? Like writers don't, like they make some money, but they don't, they're, you know, these aren't the richest cats in the world. I'm sure he at this point is decently wealthy because he has some very successful novels and stuff but like i can't hate on a dude who was just like i'm gonna try this if it works cool and it worked whatever because he has a really good relationship with his fans the thing that i've always like i don't read his stuff but the thing that i've always credited him for like you can go right on his website and you can Mm -hmm. see the progress of his books there's progress bars for the dude's books how dope is that where it's like this is where this book at. Like you can go right now. He has yeah. four books lifted listed on here. Two of them are hundred percent. The next Stormlight book, which is one of his biggest series, draft 1.0, 3%. So he just started that book. Like you can actually just see where he's at. Who does that? Yeah. Nobody does yeah. that. That's well, he, dope. <laughs> yeah, he tracks like and and he does, you know, he's he's very open about writing and and a lot of writers yeah. are aren't open about the process. They're not open about um, about how they do it. Um, Stephen King, he talks about his process. His process is, is, uh, different. He's so Sanderson does plot out what he's going to do. Um, where Stephen King is a, what we call a pantser. So he writes by the seat of his pants, but Stephen King like wakes up and like bangs out. I think he says like six to eight pages in the morning. Cause he's like, this is my job. I wake up, I knock out this many pages and he's like, and then I got the rest of the afternoon and evening to do whatever I want. If I need to, you know, get the oil change or go to a doctor's appointment, you're like, this man works a four hour day, but his four hours is knocking out content uh, where you've got other people who, you know, they they have a different process. Um, yeah. Sanderson, Sanderson and King both view it as this is my work. I need to be sitting and actually completing my work as opposed to more of like a you know, meandering thing like oh by the way george R. R. martin announced a new book i don't know if you did you hear about this it's not right. winds of winter it's a prequel it's a prequel to the new targaryen uh uh series that's coming out so which he had said he was going to be doing a, a a targaryen series so he's not working on the ending and the last two game of thrones books uh song of ice and fire the overall story he when he could have been working on that he was working on this other thing and that's that's irritating to me i know he did also like write on his blog about addressing the thing about his initials in the game i didn't read the blog post but you can look that up i heard i heard it wasn't on purpose is what i heard yeah um yeah so the um and i I think i did a, a I've mentioned this in like a polo to you as well. Like the the last names in Elden Ring, the last names a lot of the characters are deal with their lineage. So like Godric and Godfrey, which are actually names that have been used by Miyazaki before. Um, yeah. Like the first initial will like kind of tell you who their who their uh, family uh, who they're from from a lineage standpoint. And I think that's why there's all these G characters and are these R characters. 
Um, yeah. Yeah. So I think that's that's why we why a bunch of people thought like, oh, he uh, he named it after himself. I don't know if he named the characters though. I didn't hear. I didn't see that part of them. I don't know. So yeah. But it doesn't Close surprise numbers. me that he's not um, working on the. Yeah. Hi, cat. <laughs> yes. My cat says the podcast is over. So yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't. Rem- you know, he's never gonna finish that. We've said that many times. It's, he's going to be end up just like uh, it's just going to be like just like the wheel of time. Someone else is going to come in and have to finish it. And the problem is that I don't know if he's like he said that he doesn't have notes. He did give verbally, and he wrote down some things for uh, the showrunners for Game of Thrones. But he doesn't have like a Google Doc that I'm sure like Sanderson has. That if Sanderson gets hit by a bus someone could look and go okay here's all the notes that of what he was planning on doing it's all in martin's head or it's typed into his dos ms dos computer so yeah it's it's going to be rough if that happens and it's probably what's going to happen we don't wish ill on anyone uh but no, it's never gonna happen come on uh, get get a ghost writer at this point get a ghost writer do the james uh james patterson thing do you don't have to ghost write it james patterson gives outlines to writers and is like Go do your thing. Do that. Do that, and we can get this thing done. And then you can I'm watch sure all the sports show about it. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, would, you know, what's that? I said I would. You know, I'm sure there's some ego about it. Like, what if somebody writes it better? Good. Good. It'll be done, and you don't have to worry about it, and you get paid. Like you've, like you're coasting at this point. I'm. I'm again not wishing ill on anyone. Yeah, he already got. Based... He already got paid, didn't he? Yeah, well, he got he didn't get paid for these, but yeah, HBO paid him. So that's why I'm saying, like, enjoy. We're not going to think less of you. Enjoy, enjoy those years, and then you can go around and uh, and give, um, like, go around the convention circuit and talk about it and enjoy watching, you know, watching your sports games because people people get on to him about that. So, hope you guys enjoyed uh, this episode of uh, of the Land Cave. Let us know what you think about George R. R. Martin not writing or writing uh the books do you think that someone needs to take it over for him what do you think about uh hogwarts legacy do you think it's going to be as good as we hope or do you still hate jk rowling for uh for obvious reasons let us know in the comments we'll see you next time yeah yeah my dogs were uh, barking too i was trying to mute i don't know what he's doing